You're listening to the Lessons in Real Estate Show, sponsored by Mission First Capital, bringing real estate investment deals for active duty and veteran investors. Your host, Anthony Pinto, searched land, air, and sea to find military investors just like you investing in multifamily and commercial real estate, both active duty and veterans. Hear their stories, learn their lessons, and be inspired by the obstacles they have overcome on their path to financial freedom. Whether you are overseas or stationed at home, if you want to get started as a military real estate investor, this is the show for you. And now your host, Anthony Pinto. I'm so excited to have you guys here today on the revamped new and improved version of the Lessons in Real Estate show. I wanted to refocus on my mission here in life uh, with this podcast, and that is to help teach and inspire 1 million military members and veterans to achieve financial freedom through real estate. And as a part of the March to a Million campaign, my call is to show you the path to freedom of time and money, whether you intend to stay in for 20 years or get out next year. And so listen to the stories of fellow military members and investors just like you struggling, overcoming, and achieving success in multifamily real estate, and even some of them doing it while active duty, and really dig into their lessons learned, as well as their failures on their path to success. Uh, But you came here for the show, so let's get to it. All right, here we go for another MFC Presents. Good morning to you or afternoon or evening or whenever you're listening to this. This happens to be evening here for me and morning there for you in the United States. And today for MFC Presents, we are going to be talking about a KP or what is a KP. And a KP is also known as a key principle. And it is a phrase that is often thrown around um, and can be synonymous with uh, a couple other phrases. in terms of syndications. But a key principle is also known as a loan guarantor. And it's actually a term that is used by the agency lenders, Fannie and Freddie Mac, uh, to um, describe individuals who are essentially are signing for a loan. That's another, another phrase that's common uh, when you're talking syndications. And these KPs are brought in um, typically because they meet one of three you know, um, wickets. Uh, they may have past experience, uh, they may have net worth uh, that is greater than the loan amount, and they may have some sort of net you know, liquidity uh, that they can bring to the table. So normally loan guarantors are brought in um, assuming that the sponsors have experience, mainly for the net worth and liquidity requirements, right? So for example, if you are trying to buy a $10 million property, you need to have at least $10 million in net worth on the general partnership to purchase that property. Now, I don't know about you, but um, I didn't I didn't have $10 million, uh, you know, on my books when I was first getting started. And so uh, my partners and I had to find other individuals, either who had that all in one swoop, or a combination of uh, different general partners together to fulfill those requirements. And also the other um, wicket there is liquidity. And that can be, you know, um, it really just depends on the, on the deal itself, what Freddie or Fannie are feeling like, or what the, you know, what your lender is feeling like. But generally that's, you need to have at least 10% of the loan amount in liquidity. So if it's a $10 million deal, you have $1 million in liquidity. And that can be shown in bank statements. Um, it can be shown in property held, uh, you, know, you know, that's liquid. 
number of different ways that it can be done. Um, but the key principle is mainly brought for those two um, factors that need to be, account, uh, be accounted for. And that's the net worth or the liquidity. Um, but again, they can also be brought in for past experience, right? So most sponsors that um, you know, are far enough down the uh, pipeline with the deal to get it under contract and, and uh, you know, make the seller feel like they are a viable buyer, most likely have some sort of experience. So you know, typically KPs aren't, uh, aren't necessarily for that purpose, but they can be if they bring in past experience, for example, with the Fannie or Freddie loan, uh, that helps um, with you as the general partnership be able to get those agency debts and the uh, agency um, uh, lenders in the first place. Because that's another uh, great thing that Fannie and Freddie want to see is that you have a partner on the team who has had past experience with Fannie and Freddie loans. Because there's some stipulations in there and some in some ULIs about you know um, what happens if you you know re if you default on a loan, for example. So. Most agency lenders uh, or debt, I guess, that you're going to get is going to be non-recourse, which means that the individuals who are signing for the loans uh, uh, can't have the rest of their assets gone after if the loan defaults. So, for example, if you buy a $10 million property and, you know, the property is, is worth, I don't know, $8 million and you end up defaulting on the property, the loan or the uh, bank can only go after the property itself on a non-recourse loan. Versus a recourse loan, they would have full reign to go after all of the guarantors' assets until they were, uh, you know, made full on the loan amount that they still had left. So, if in that case with the property, if it was now worth eight million dollars instead of ten million dollars, they would need to, They would want to get an additional two million dollars from the rest of the sponsors, right? So that's the risk uh, with being a KP. Is if you're signing for a recourse loan, you better make sure that you have a lot of of uh, safety in that, or you're getting a very large part of the uh, of the pie, right? Because you really have a lot of assets at stake, uh, especially if the rest of your partners don't have the net worth or liquidity, and you're fronting all of that. Um, your assets are, are extremely at risk when you're when you're talking about a recourse loan, assuming that something goes wrong in that case. Um, that being said, there are some additional carve-outs that can occur uh, called uh, bad boy carve-outs um, that can cause a uh, agency to be able to uh, bring recourse against the key, the key partners. And that can be uh, bankruptcy, that can be a misrepresentation of assets held, that can be a number of different things, fraud. Um, essentially, if you do something wrong outside of defaulting on the loan, uh, it's considered to be a bad boy carve out and they can go after your assets for that case because you've done something wrong or misrepresented yourself or you know committed fraud or whatever the case is. Um, so that is something to think about in uh, that if you're going to be signing as a key principal or a KP, you will be on the loan, you will be a general partner, you will be a loan guarantor, and you should be looking for deals if you if you have the, you know, the um, good grace to have, uh, you know, the net worth or the liquidity to bring to such deals as this is that you make sure that you either one get a non-recourse loan or two if it is a recourse loan you get a pretty big um, you know significant piece of the pie to uh, pad a lot of that risk that you have from if something goes wrong your assets are now at risk so that is what a key principle is or a kp and if you're interested in being something like that, definitely, you know, kind of take stock of what your where your assets kind of lie. 
most people who are teams that need KPs are, you know, anywhere from the two, five, $10 million or up range for the types of properties that you're looking at. So uh, if you have that sort of net worth, then by all means, that's a great way to get in on a general partnership, especially if you're brand new to, um, excuse me, to uh, real estate investing and you need, and you're trying to gather up all the, um, advantages that you have that you can bring to a team. Having net worth and liquidity is one of the best ways to get in because it's something that a lot of uh, people need. Outside of actual capital, uh, when you're capital raising for a deal, net worth and liquidity is one of the most sought after, um, I guess, advantages when it comes to general partners. So with that, I will end our MFC Presents for today. Hope you have learned something. If you want to know more about KPs, definitely reach out. And uh, we can have a, a deeper discussion on it. Until next time, hope you guys have enjoyed this on the Lessons in Real Estate show. Thanks for listening. If you are a military investor and found this episode of the Lessons in Real Estate show packed with great information, tell your friends and leave a five-star rating on your listening platform. Every comment is read and appreciated. Don't forget to check out our weekly episodes of PCI Teaches, brought to you by Pinto Capital Investments. Learn about basic and advanced topics in real estate investing. Catch updates on Anthony's journey through learn and teach segments. And listen to the tales of other military investors and real estate professionals every week. We'll catch you next time on the Lessons in Real Estate show.